0: singing of of these courses and songs that we've loved and and enjoyed over the years beginning with uh, this is the day that the lord has made y'all got hands y'all got voices sing clap and sing praise to god with us today this is the day this is the day that, that
1: the lord has made that the lord has made I will rejoice, I will rejoice and be glad in it, and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. That the Lord has made. I will rejoice. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. I will will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. He has made me glad, he has has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. He has made me glad, he has made me glad i will rejoice for he has made me glad i will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart i will enter his courts with praise i will say this is the day that the lord has made i will rejoice for he has made me glad he has made me glad yes he has made me glad i will rejoice for he has made me glad
2: he has made me glad, yes,
1: he, he has, made glad. has made me glad. I will rejoice, for he, he has made me glad. Amen. God, God sent his, his son. son. Come I'll cross that river I'll fight lies far because he lives. go by a heavy burden meet the Lord of guilt and shame Then the hand of Jesus touched me And now I am no longer the same My soul, something happened, and now I know he touched me and made
2: me whole. As we open up the altar for prayer time this evening, Uh, You know, I can't help but think and to know that even after this morning, after we left, that there were still battles being fought and battles being won. So this evening, the the altar is here. If there's still that struggle, come to the altar. If there's that, that victory that you just simply want to claim, come to the altar. God is here, and He is here to help us today, this evening. So as they continue to sing, the altar is open.
1: Wonderful happened, and now I know He touched me and made me whole. Since I met this blessed his Savior, since He cleansed and made. Whole. I, I will, will never cease, cease to praise him. him I'll shout it while he rolls He touched me Oh, he touched me floods my soul. Something wonderful happened and now I know he touched me and made me home.
2: Dear Heavenly Father, we you know, God, we thank you for that touch that we just sung about. God, we thank you for your hand and your love being upon us. You know, God, is there are ones that are here, dear Lord, that are praying. You know, God, the battles that they're in. You know, God, we claim victory, dear Lord, in these battles, but God, it doesn't mean that they're over. God, I pray that you would hold us, dear Lord. And God, as the Scripture tells us, that after we have done all of these things and we have prepared ourselves, that we will stand, and that we will stand firm for you. God, help us in these battles, dear Lord, to stand firm. Help us, dear Lord. Give us the strength. God, give us the peace of the gospel in our lives. That we would be able to stand firm upon you, God. I pray that again that you would be with each one of these people that are here, and God in their prayers and their battles and their struggles. God, I pray that you would touch them and that you would strengthen them. God, I pray that you would be with the ones that are in the audience in the congregation. I, you know, God, that you would touch them, dear Lord, in a mighty way. God, I pray, dear Lord, that you would give the one courage that needs courage tonight. God, I pray that you would give the one strength that needs that strength. And the one that needs healing, dear Lord, heal that person. God, we thank you and we praise your holy name for who you are. And we pray this in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we all say, Amen. Amen.
0: Try to kill himself. Uh, don't kill yourself, brother. Don't kill yourself.
2: I thought Darren was standing to testify there for just uh, for a minute there. Amen, amen, yes, amen, amen. If I can have the ushers to go ahead and to make their way forward, I was given a reminder. Uh, the reminder is, is the people that have won, that the people that won the bids for the auctions, please, the youth department needs for that to be paid by next week, please. Okay, so if you can do that. Alrighty, Wayne, if you can lead us in prayer. Help.
0: I'm here to be humbled, not praised. Oh my goodness. That that's wonderful. I love you guys. I really do. But as the pastor brought this here material out and was giving it to us to tell us each one what what, what we'd be doing, uh, he, he, he couldn't sit still and all, I I couldn't either. I got excited just from the titles of the stuff. Like this one tonight, the devil's days are numbered. When he told me that, my spirit just got all excited. I couldn't help it. (laughs) I about jumped up and joined him there. Gosh, I know how you feel, brother. It's exciting. It is. Oh, gracious. Awesome, God. Now Y'all going to have to remember this here is just coming from an old mill hill, boy. Not much education like old Uncle Bud, but I'll do the best I can. Yeah,
1: we've,
0: we have all played that what-if game, game when we were kids, weren't we? Man, what if I could throw a fastball about 95 miles an hour? I could be playing for a professional baseball team right now. I ain't got no favorites, so I'll just say team, okay? And if I could throw a football... Sixty yards, I, I would be a great quarterback. Oh, man. Or if I could, if, if. I think we're talking about sports teams, I think about hockey teams and what these guys have to put on, all the protective equipment they have. Just like football players put on all these these pads and everything. And a hockey player, man, he dresses out. All these pads on his legs down through here, on his arms and his chest. Gloves, got the hockey stick, and a mask made out of bulletproof material because he has to block all these missiles coming at him about 100 miles an hour. Hockey putts, not missiles, hockey putts. He has to block all that stuff, man. Wow. So we have to put on the armor of God, too. And tonight we're going to start off about the old devil here. He said, back in the book of Genesis, one chapters 1 through 3, there was an angel and he fell from glory. And why? We don't know. We don't know. And in the beginning, God created everything, everything was perfect the trees, the animals and even the angels, but this angel fell for some reason. Why did he fall That's what I want to do. Why did he fall? Wow. And this angel that fell, he, 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 he had many names. He, he, was, he was known as a tempter, evil one, a deceiver, Father of lies, the prince of demons, and the, mo- the most one we remember is devil. Which means divide, like the preacher was talking about this morning. He loves to divide things, separate things. Why did he fall from God? Wow. Now, the first power play, if you think about it, it didn't happen on Wall Street. It didn't happen in the halls of Congress. It didn't happen on the battlefield. It happened in a Garden of Eden. The first power play in history happened right there. That fallen angel, he, he made his way in, in, into the into that garden. He opened the curtain a little bit there and just snuck himself in there with a old hiss and a, and a wink and a snakish grin. He came into that garden in the form of a snake, one of the perfect animals that God, or reptiles that God had ever made. It was perfect until that time. And he come in there, and what he did, he, he questioned, in chapter 3, he questioned God's word. He asked that woman, he said, did he really say that you couldn't eat from the tree of life? What was he doing? He was taking God's word. He was changing it, manipulating it, everything else. What was he doing to Eve? He had targeted her out. He was playing playing his battles with her mind, getting her to think, getting her to doubt, just like the old devil does us today. He'll get you to doubting. And so she got to doubting you now. And he told her, he said, you, you surely won't die. He said, you, you'll open your eyes. You'll be just like Christ, just like God. You'll, you'll see, ev- you'll know evil from good. Boy, she really got to thinking then. He says, you're going to be just like God. He opened the curtains a little bit to the throne so you could sit on this throne. He tempted her. Total. oh, man. And they, we know we know the story. We know the name game started after that. The blame game started after that, didn't? She blamed uh, Satan, and uh, it, it, Adam blamed her, and everything else. Mind games. And that's where the devil really attacks us today. I know I was we, we in Sunday school a couple of weeks ago. One of one of my uh, the lady's in there, she said, Larry, we was talking about uh, how you, the devil fights you against your body and everything. I can take the pain from the body. I can go through these physical things pretty easy. Well, not easy. It's hard. But when he gets to talk, she said, Larry, these things I can handle. She said, but those mind things, I can't. I ain't going to tell you her name, but her, her initials is Lori Grace. <laughs> so so, so she said, yeah. And, and I agree. I said, yeah. This these mind games—he just get, get, tears you up with these mind games. You know, doesn't the Bible tell us to be perfect? For God is perfect. Oh boy, you would not believe the do-overs that I had to do, like the pastor's been talking about. He said, he said, do it. He had to do, do something wrong and he had to do it over. I, I remember watching prizes, right? You know, they, they do this putt thing. You know, you know golf. he just do this putt thing, if you put this ball to that hole up there, you gonna win a car. And if you don't get it the first time, you get a second try. But thank God. And if they don't get it on the second try, they're out of luck. But thank God. He don't give you just a number of tries. He lets you keep doing it over and over again, you know. When I got saved, you know, Jesus came into my heart and life, forgave me all my sins, made me whole again, cleaned me holy. And I took on and I started walking with Christ. And you wouldn't believe the mistakes that this old boy had. he to tell the godly man, <laughs> don't, don't lift me up here. I'm still down here. I've made so many mistakes. I've had a lot of do-overs to have to do. He said, be ye perfect for I am perfect. Now, I'm far from perfect. But we, being perfect is not having blemishes or anything. It's just, just a perfect thing, you know. But we, we can be perfectionalist." We're, we're, we're a creature in work, aren't we? We, can, we start building this thing here. We want to be perfect like Christ. And when I make a mistake, man, that ain't going to do. Let's erase this and do it over. So I can go to God. I said, God, I done messed up again. Please forgive me for this right here. You know what he's going to do? When he, when he first saved me, he said he took those sins. He threw them as far as the east is from the west and north is from the south out into the sea of forgetfulness. So what do you think he does when you make a mistake? He takes that there, sin. He throws it into the, the sea for forgets forgiveness. Far east from the, the west and north is from the south. You get to do it over again. Oh, boy. What does the devil do? Larry, I want you to do this over here. I want you to teach Sunday school. Let's just say teach Sunday school. Man, I can't do that. You just don't know how many mistakes I've made. The devil's gonna tell you you don't, you're not worthy. You can't do that. How can you call yourself a Christian with all these mistakes you done made? Man, God's done forgot that stuff. But he takes it out and he'd be so larry to death with it. How can I? How, how can I be perfect? But but that's how we do it. He said, God said to take up his cross daily and follow him, because yesterday's gone. Do, we got to worry about it today and tomorrow may never be. It'll take care of itself, he said. So if we wake up and we, we do what we're supposed to do, we get into God's word, we worship, we praise Him. We we can we can almost we, we can be perfect. When you when you when you die and you go to heaven, and God pulls out that book with all the people's name in the Book of Life, they's not gonna be one of them. Oops, I did in that thing. <laughs> glory. He's not a race. He don't even remember it. But the devil's going to be nipping onto my heels all the way to heaven, till I get there. But if I keep doing it daily, day by day, I'm going to make it. It's a promise. Woo glory. <laughs> it's a promise. Wow. Oh, man. And then today coming from Genesis 3, 13 and 15 is okay. The key story comes from Genesis 3, 13 and 15. Now the devil has done div- div- done divided them, split even Adam from from the from the Garden of Eden and from God. But when he did that, what did he tell old Satan? He said, Because you've done this, you're gonna be cursed. You're gonna have to crawl around in the dust the rest of your life. It's a promise. And then he said, (laughs) this is good. He said, because you've done this, because of your offspring and and this woman's offspring, God is going to bruise your head with his heel. And his head is going to bruise bruise Christ's heel when he (coughs) does it over. Don't stand there. First gospel we ever heard. <laughs> the devil's defeated right there. In the book of Genesis 3, he's defeated right there. Three three books into the Bible. He's done for. He's done been knocked down. He is. The victory's ours. Oh, the victory's ours, man. Oh. Now, what does this mean? In Genesis 3 and 13 through 15, we have a promise there that God's going to do that. He said, Eve Eve said to the Eve said to the serpent that the serpent had deceived her and she she ate that fruit. It was his fault. And then God told the serpent that he would crawl on his belly for the rest of his life. And because of his hostility and all between her and him, that offspring, I just told you what happened. Is that God's words to Satan called him was called the I can't pronounce it. Prop, Propnegeum. Oh, what it means. The first gospel that was ever spoken. He, he told him right there. He was going to be defeated. Defeated. Now in the Old Testament, this verse, what it means, it means is a beacon for hope for the people in the whole Old Testament. That verse right there would be, be hope for them. All right, he's defeated. Now. We, we have hope now. We don't, we don't have to be destroyed forever. To Satan, that's when he declared war against Satan. He's going to defeat you, buddy, right there, third chapter. In climaxing his condemnation in Romans 16 and 20, the God who brings peace will soon defeat Satan and give you power over him. We heard that this morning. God has defeated Satan and given us power over him. When, when Christ was uh, uh, crucified on that cross for three days, He went to hell. He took He took the keys from Satan, and said, "You're not going to bind my people anymore. I'm going to set them free." Christ sets us free from sin. Right then, He did. He defeated Satan right there. He did it. You're free. If you'll accept Christ, if you'll accept him, him is your Savior. You're free from the bondage of sin right there. He's real. The devil is real. Oh. And to Eve, it was the, the reassurance to her that she was forgiven. she would be forgiven. Now, I want to go to Ezekiel. In his book of Ezekiel, chapter 28, Ezekiel was talking to the king of Tyre. He was telling him he was going to fall because all the evil that he did and everything, and he, he became a rich man, and he he thought that he, he he was God. He he thought he was sitting on a throne. He said, "I'm as, I'm as good and as powerful as God." He said, "Look at me, all this stuff I've got here and everything." And Ezekiel says, "Boy, you're gonna fall." That's the same thing that happened to Satan. You're gonna fall like Satan did. And he tells us he tells us about that great fall. And starting with verse twelve. He said also, oops, wrong one. In verse 12, he says, Son of man, take up lamentation over the king of Tyre and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord, you, you had the seal of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect beauty. He, he's talking about Satan. If Satan was made, he was a beautiful angel. You know, when we talk about Satan, we think about this old red, red skinned thing with horns and fire coming out of his nose and mouth and everything else. But it wasn't. he was beautiful. He was beautiful. He said, you had, you had a seal of perfection. You were full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. You were in Eden, in the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering. The ruby, the topaz, and the diamond. The beryl, the onyx, the jasper, all kind of diamonds. And roses, and the gold, the, the workmanship of your settings and, and sockets was in you on the day that you were created. They were prepared. You were the anointed cherub over covers. And I place you there. You were on the holy mountain of God. You walked in the midst of stones and fire. You were blameless in your ways. From the day you were created until righteousness was found unrighteousness was found in you by the abundance of your trade, you were internally filled with violence and you sinned. There I have cast you therefore I have cast you as profane from the mountain of God, and I have destroyed you, O covering cherub, from the midst of the stones of fire. Your heart was lifted up because of your beauty. You corrupted your wisdom by reason of your splendor. I cast you to the ground. I put you before kings that they may see you. By the multitude of your iniquities and the unrighteousness of your trade, you profane your sanctuaries. Therefore, I brought fire from the midst of you. I have consumed you and I have turned you into ashes on the earth. The eyes of all who see you. All who know you among peoples, all appalled to, all are appalled at you. You have become terrified, and you will cease to be forever. He was a beautiful human being. Perfect in all ways. He was a, he was, he was a high archangel. He was a cherub over things. Took care of things of God. Walked on the fires of the mountain, up and down the mountains. Why in the world would he want to turn against God? Pride. Pride is what turned him against God. He thought he was so beautiful and he had all this stuff. He, He was over things. He said, man, I'm just like God is probably what he was thinking. Pride brought him down. It did. And in the de- lesson day in Luke, it said the Lord describes, you know, he fell like lightning. Like a flash. Boom. I know one day I was, the wife and I were at home, I was in the living room, there was a little just a little bar that separates the living room from the kitchen. And all of a sudden, boom! Felt, felt like the roof blew off of the, off of the house. The lights in the kitchen, poof, sparks flew everywhere. I sit there, and I said, man, I'm waiting on the smoke and the fire. Lightning done struck the house. <laughs> Scared to death. And it happened just that quick. What happened? Lightning hit. I got two, had two Bradford pears in the front yard, trees in the front yard. It took one of them, blew the roots up out of the ground. It got a little bit of it come into the house, blew that light out, blew a circuit panel out in a computer, blew a pan, uh, circuit panel out in the oven. Messed up the heat and air conditioning unit. Forty yards in the backyard, I had a metal ladder stand leaning up against a tree. It hit that thing, went up that ladder, split the bark, and it just poop. Bark stayed on the tree, but it just split poop. That's how hard he fell. And it happened just like that. Just like that. It's how hard he hit the ground. Oh. You talk about powerful. Now that that's powerful. If you you have lightning strike about ten yards from you, you go you you just gonna look no. Oh boy, uh, not able to do anything. Mm. But he's real. It's real. Gosh, why not so why why in the world would he want to want to f- fall for that thought? He thought he was God. He fell. Lucifer's heart became proud. He was was not content to worship God. He wanted to be worshiped. He did. He was not content to bow down before God. He wanted to be bowed down too. That's why he fell. Pride. He wanted to. He wanted to be like that. Wow. No wonder God hates pride so much. That's what he says in in Proverbs six and sixteen. That's why he hates pride. No wonder. Look what it does to a person. Satan succumbed to pride. As a result, he was cast out of heaven. And Jesus referred to him. He said, "He said him fall like like lightning from heaven." And when lightning falls, boy, it's something. Satan is, our in, is, is the enemy of God. He hates everything that God stands for. And he, he wants to destroy your soul. That's what he's after. The Lord said, don't worry so much about the one that can destroy the body, but the one that can destroy the soul. And, and he is after you all the time. Just nip he, he wants to steal your soul from God so bad he can't stand it. He does. So he's real. From reading all this, he is real. Don't dismiss it. Just don't dismiss it. He wants to take all of the unbelievers to hell and make hell for, uh, for life for the people that do believe in God. He wants to destroy your soul. He does. So don't, dis, don't dis dismiss him. Wow. From the Bible's first and final pages, we're confronted with the arrogance of that anti, anti-God force of a great cunning power. He is the devil. He's a serpent. He's the strong one. He's, he's a, like a lion roaring to seeking the fire who he can. He's wicked. He's an accuser. He's the God of this age. He's a murderer. He's a prince of the world, the prince of power in the air, Beelzebub, Bilal. He oversees a conglomeration of spiritual forces, principles, powers, dominations, thrones, princes, lords, gods, angels, unclean, wicked spirits. He's real. And he's not by himself. He wants to destroy us, take us to hell. He appeared into the garden in the beginning. And in the end, he's going to be cast into the fiery hell. The bottomless is to be seen to be no more. Serious students of Scripture have to take this stuff serious. You just can't think it's just some kind of little symbol of evil and put it in a vanilla, vanilla folder and file it in a file somewhere. He's real. He's real. I acknowledge him, but I worship God. I worship God. I know. I know that greater is He that is in me than He that is in this world. He, he wants to destroy me. He does. Remember back in Mark, I mean Matthew, chapter four, one through eleven, when Jesus started His ministry, He was. He went out into the desert for forty days, tempted, tried. Can you remember any of the temptations that he had what was the first temptation he had? He got hungry he, he said if you're the son of God change it, turn these stones here into bread what God say what Jesus say to him you do not live by bread alone but every word that comes out of the mouth of God what was the second one? took him to Jerusalem up on, on, up on a pinnacle and what did he say? Ma'am, no, he didn't. He tell him to jump. This is where he told him to jump. He said, "Man, jump down from here. If you're the son of God, you won't. Even, the angels have charge over, you and you won't even bruise your, your heel." And what did Jesus say to him? Don't test the Lord. It's okay to test the Lord. God. You know, he told us to test him. What they mean here is don't tempt the Lord. Don't use God to do some kind of foolish thing, act here, so that that you can, you know, to prove himself. We know who he is. He does that on his own. Don't tempt the Lord. And what was the last one? Yeah. Two of them out said, look. All this is mine. i give it to you if you'll do what? Fall down and worship me. What'd Jesus tell you? Ma'am? <laughs> no. Where's the Lord thy God only? How could he give, give Jesus what was already his anyhow? Hey, no, all that stuff belongs to him. It didn't belong to him. Oh, he's real. You know, didn't, didn't the disciples say, Lord, teach us how to pray? Did, did Jesus tell them to, uh, Lord, deliver us from this here superstition, uh, you know, where people think that the devil is, is, is not real and all this kind? Of, no. What did he say? He said, deliver from the evil one. Deliver us from the evil one. He's real. Oh, God. I can't believe 40% of Christians well more than that because there's 35% that go along with them. Really there's only 35% of Christians today that believe that the devil is real. Wow. And we wonder why. Why is the church suffering the way it is? Wow. Come on. He's real. He's real. You're a Christian. You know Israel, You've had many, a lot of battles to fight. Gracious. But, but this is huge. The devil is a defeated devil. He hadn't got a chance. Woo. He would know it if he would just read the Bible. He would know he's defeated. But that's something he ain't gonna do. He ain't gonna read the Bible. He would know he's going to lose this thing. I believe he already knows he's going to lose it. Gracious. But the devil's going to defeat him. The victory's been won. The victory's been won. Because it happened. Whenever Christ was crucified on that cross, he, he stomped that old sucker on the head. He said, whoa, this is it. The victory's been won. About like these football games the pastor was talking about. The victory's ours. All we got to do is claim it. It's, 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 it's like whatever what led up to this old, old football game that was played today. They done battled. They won the victories over every other team. And what they do today, they played the a Super Bowl. I'm telling you, the devil, the, the victory's ours. We we know what's going to happen. We do. We're in the playoffs. I'm in the Super Bowl. I am. I'm, I'm headed there. I'm headed to heaven. Whoo! Cassie Clay thought he was something. Boy, I tell you, this double devil, he done been knocked down. And everybody I talk to say, hey, man, he's going to come back any time. When you get knocked down and when you're a boxer, they start counting. What? Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I'm close to nine and ten because that trumpet's about to sound, I believe. It's going to sound. Say amen, somebody. That ain't going to scare me. Hallelujah. We ain't got much longer to go. Woo! We're not home yet, children. Just a few more days to labor, and we're going to sit down beside that river. And we're going to praise God for eternity. Woo! But while I'm in this Super Bowl, I know that when I'm running toward that goal, he's going to knock that ball slap out of my hand. I'm going to fumble. What do the teammates tell these guys when they do that? Shake it off, man. And they'll give him that that burn ball again to take off running again. And that's what we got to do. Pick it up. Keep going. He's real. Don't give up. He wants you to give up. I don't know what kind of battles you're fighting today, but he sure wants you to give up. Uh-uh. I know who's going to win this thing. Whoa. It's, it's like, like a story a fella wrote in his book right here. He had a friend lived out in the country on a farm. And there, there was a family of cats out there. That mama cat, she went out there. She'd she, she torment this little old mouse to death and wear that dad-burned sucker out to where he couldn't hardly stand up and take it to her kittens and teach them, say, hey, now you gotta, you got to go get this sucker. Fight this sucker right here. What well, you know what that mouse did? He, he was wore slap out. He just stood up on his hind legs and showed his old claws and his teeth. Said, Shh. He was trying to be something that he wasn't. They didn't have to worry about that rascal. That's the same way the devil is. He'll come around here hissing at you, trying to make you think that you don't have a chance. You, you can defeat that rascal. What it is? Those kittens didn't even have to fight a battle. Mama done fought in the battle. All they had to do was she'd know on that thing. So God's gonna fight our battles. The victory's ours. Turn it over to Him. What's in the way? Woo glory! <laughs> Keep on fighting. Keep on fighting. Oh, gracious, yes, I'm going to fumble that ball. But I know where the goal line's at. You know, there there's some, some fellas that was wanting to take up here some trail bike riding, you know, trail bike riding. not the. And the first course they had was targeting. They said, man, you're going down this trail right here. If you, if you stare at something over here, something on the side. More than likely, you're going to run into that sucker. So keep your eyes on the path. So if you smell something over here that smells bad, it's going to be the old devil. So just just take your eyes off of him, put your eyes on on the path of Christ and follow him to heaven. He said, the gate is wide, but the path is narrow. We've got to get on that narrow path and keep our eyes on him and keep fighting and kicking and gnawing and gum him to death if we have to and get to heaven. I'm on the way. I'm on the way. I'm going to make it. Yeah. Yes. It's yours. He's offering it to you. He's paid the price. All you got to do is say yes to him. And you can become a heir, a son of God, or daughter, if you accept him to your heart and life. There's nothing down here that satisfies me like Christ does. It might satisfy me a little while, but I'm going where I'm going to be fed forever. Oh, boy. Woo! Think about it. When I get there, if... The way to fight this old circular you know, is, is to read your Bible, pray, and worship, and praise God. And he'll flee from you. He said he would. Resist him, he'll flee. So we've got to have a little something up here. Of course, I've been forgotten more than I ever learned, but i got something up here. i got enough to get me to heaven, put it that way. i got a reserve tank, and God's going to see that i make it to heaven. I'm on my way. Wow. We're going to make it. He's real. So when he comes around, you're going through these trials For he's fighting you physically, spiritually, mentally. Just hang on to God. Just hang on. You got to. You made a promise last, last Sunday when you passed that baton. You said, I'm going to keep the faith. I'm going to run the race. I'm going to make it. Remember, we're going to make it. The battle's been fought. The battle's been won. This morning, he said, don't rejoice, rejoice in all this old stuff down here. He told those disciples not to rejoice in healing people and everything, but to rejoice more because your name is written in the last Book of Life, written in the blood of God. The price has been paid. It's paid. I know I wasn't supposed to preach this. I was supposed to teach it. Are you you learning? I hope so. If you don't, he's going to get mad at me. But I I can't help it, brother. I can't help it. I was quiet all my childhood. I was quiet all my childhood. Didn't say much. But when God touched me, (laughs) he did something. He did. He did something. Whoo. You talk about an eternal flame. I got one, I think. (laughs) It won't go out. The devil can't snuff it out. But God is real also, my friend. He's the one that created all this world and everything that is in it. You can look around. I hear hear it. Most people I talk to today, they say, well, he's coming back soon. You can feel it in the air. I can almost hear that trump sound, that old shout. Graves bust open. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. I can't hardly wait. Man. I'm so tired. I'm going to get me a new body. (laughs) Woo. No needle marks. No more taking insulin. Woo, glory. (laughs) I'm going to have a good one. And I'm going to praise him for eternity. 10,000 years and be praising just as the first day I got there. What a day. Those are my two favorite songs. The king is coming. What a day that'll be. Oh. Oh, no more devil. Forget the heartache painting. No more devil. No more devil. <laughs> Amen. He's gonna be cast in the bottomless pit forever. Amen. Well, well, this is the introductory. You ready for us now? Oh, no. <laughs> okay, just, just just remember, he is real. No devil's real acknowledge him but don't pay him any attention whenever he comes around you can smell those things just tell him to get you behind me for i'm a child of god i'm going to heaven amen pastor would you close us in prayer